I'd like to take a moment here, if you don't mind, Chris. It's your show, Rich. I appreciate you saying yeah, that. Yeah, no problem. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Is one of the greatest places I've ever been. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I've never seen anything like it. The Rich Eisen Show. It is a jewel. Earlier on the show. From Valley Sports, NFL reporter Mike Silver. Seven-time Pro Bowl receiver Tori Holt. Coming up. Co-host of P. Peacock's brother from another, Michael Smith, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. Michael Smith, a brother from another, uh, which follows this show every day on NBC Sports on Peacock. He'll be joining us in uh, 20 minutes' time as uh, Odell Beckham has been told to stay at home for a second straight day. He is done with the Cleveland Browns. It appears um, the Browns have basically said that he is no longer uh, effective uh, to be considered a member of the team. It is just really weird. There's no explanation for it outside of the fact that that, uh, it hasn't worked out. And uh, I guess the real story will eventually come out at some point. Aaron Rodgers is at home um, with COVID. Uh, We assume that's where he is. And... Uh, Devontae Adams is back in the building, and so is Joe Barry, the def- the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. So it does appear that Devontae Adams will be uh, on the field um, on Sunday, but obviously we'll 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 keep an eye on that for practice. Uh, Joe Barry will be back uh, being the defensive coordinator. Blake Bortles, it looks like, is going to be the backup for this game. He spent some time with the team during the summer, so he knows the offense. And thank God for his personal sake and of course the Packers um football sake in a game in a game that's big in a division and I mean in a conference that every game matters with uh, how good everyone else is playing um at the top of their flow charts um that uh it appears that um um that uh that Aaron Rodgers and uh, Jordan Love is not uh covid positive that he somehow uh, avoided this which is great for him and the Packers. Um, Meanwhile, for the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy just appeared at a press conference. He is out of COVID protocols. He is going to coach the Steelers-Bears game in Pittsburgh on Monday night, and the Bears designated David Montgomery to return to practice from injured reserve. That starts a 21-day clock for him. I don't know if that means he's going to be out there on Monday night, but um, keep an eye on all of that. For, for your fantasy football purposes and for Chicago Bears uh, fan purposes as well. Thursday night football tonight. Kind of a sneaky, fun game. Colts and Jets. Now. <laughs> did you you guys have been having have fun. Your, have your, did your jersey come yet? You guys have been having fun about Mike White and how he's performed. Like fun. Jets fit. Yes, you've had. Mike, you have fun. Mike Second White era debut has of all begun. time. Brian, did you know the man's and jersey's in the Hall of it's Fame? It's in the Hall of Fame, I've Rich. heard, I've, you know, you guys are having fun with all of this. Like Jets fans are not allowed to have nice things. Like nice things are not <laughs> allowed for Jets fans to have. That's even a to... nice thing like the remarkable Mike White comeback performance in his first start. What that indicates is Zach Wilson sucks. That indicates that... <laughs> 
that he that this guy in his first career start runs the offense at a such a level that Zach Wilson has shown an inability to. When Zach Wilson was struggling, he's like, well, I mean, Mackay Becton's out. Well, I mean, Corey Davis, and well, I mean, this guy and that guy. I'm like, well, how are you going to evaluate him? And then Mike White comes in, doesn't have Corey Davis, doesn't have Mackay Becton, and he does find Michael Carter in a way that Zach Wilson did. And then all of a sudden, Mike White's remarkable performance means the Jets just spent a number two overall pick on somebody who sucks. That's what you guys are having Rich, your fun honestly, and implying. And you got honestly, I, I want look, I want you guys real? to stop messing around. And I want and you guys can't stop. These stop. You're you you are showing your Shocked two spots and appalled okay. at these allegations. It's exactly like Jet fans can't sit back and go, wow. So it doesn't get worse every single week. It actually shows that the coaching staff can coach somebody up, that it actually shows that the front office's decision that I actually uh, um, criticized, having a guy who's never started before backing up some guy who's never started before, that's a problem, right? So, you know, you're implying that I can't sit here and say that performance actually gives me hope going into tonight. That means that it's a problem with each time that he actually performs well. I can't even enjoy a second Mike White resurgence tonight. Like, you're telling me I can't sit back and even hope that Mike White continues to perform well. And to that, I say to both of you guys, screw you. (laughs) All right? You were... I can get excited with Mike White performing this (laughs) well. Zach Wilson can look at this and say, this is something for me to behold. And let's just say, let's just say Mike White (laughs) performs as well in this game as he did the last time. And then what? Guess what? Guess what? Let's go. Then maybe, just maybe, he could be the answer. And maybe, just maybe, who wants Zach Wilson? Maybe, just maybe, that's the way the Jets' story actually unfolds. I'm trying to say. Maybe, just maybe, this is actually, wait for it, for the New York Jets Mm -hmm. to have. It's been a long time Mm. since I was able to say these three words associated with the New York Jets. But maybe, just maybe, high-class problem. Oh. oh, high class problem. Maybe just maybe tonight's a night. Yes. Where the Jets wake up on Friday morning and begin to start thinking about a high class problem. Maybe just maybe. And if that's the case, then great. Yeah. Why didn't you have this outlook the other day? Because you don't believe what you're saying to me. I did. I believe that Mike White could no. be. No, look, that's what no. we look at. He no. was a former cowboy. No. You know, I oh, got love. Former cowboy. Thank you, Brotman. You know, I got cowboy. love. Rich, Mike White is a guy who has been chasing greatness his whole life. And in 2013, Rich, he was going after Peyton Manning. <laughs> I'm going to break your record. And you know what? And he might. He's got a jersey in the Hall of Fame. Hey, Peyton ain't have a jersey He's in the Hall of Fame. He's got a record 400 yards and three touchdowns in a debut. No one's ever Peyton done that, Peyton never bitch. did that, Brock. And you know never. what? The Jets finally found a quarterback. You know what? You know what, Brockman? I'm looking forward to watching the Jet game. This want. game tonight is going to be have amazing. Have fun you want. I don't Keep think... having fun. Keep I'm having fun. having fun. Him. This no, is no, very no. serious. No, see, you are having fun. I'm and... not... 
You have been having fun with it all week, and you know what? I'm sorely disappointed in you. Because I think you're better than this. Him, I expect nothing more than mass hole bile and all sort of stuff similar to that coming in my direction. I expect uh, it from him. From you, TJ, I don't. And you, you know, you disappoint me. Well, here's the deal. You disappoint maybe me. Maybe because you don't expect it, maybe it means like I'm not really doing it. Maybe I'm sincere. No, you're not. I'm very sincere. <laughs> you're not. I'm not being sincere. <laughs> and I get that from him. Yeah, but maybe, sure. just maybe, the Jets wake up and begin to start having a high-class problem. You know what? We'll cross that bridge, won't we? And then maybe, just maybe, Mike White does what he does. He wins three in a row, and the Jets get to do what, you know, the Saints get to do. Put their starting quarterback in. I know he's not Drew Brees, and I know he's not Dak. I'm just saying he is that to the Jets organization right now. Or the he guy. Was that. No, uh, uh, <laughs> see? <laughs> you keep showing off that you don't mean it, and I'm sorely disappointed in I you. I do mean Which, it. And, and trust me, I normally don't like bringing up this information like like I'm bringing it up. But C.D. Lamb has an ankle sprain. He does. He okay. Does. Yesterday and, in practice. And Amari Lamb. Cooper ankle. is yeah. still hurting with the hamstring injury. And yep. Dak is still. No, Michael Gallup's trending now. Okay. So take care of your own house. We'll be all right. Take care of your own house <laughs> is all I'm saying to you. You do you. I generally don't you care do about anyone else's team, Rich. You I do don't. you, and I'll do me okay. in the way that I'm handling this situation mm -hmm. is I'm going into tonight's game, and if Mike White does it again, it'll be delightful because I'm sick and tired of getting my teeth kicked in. I'm sick and tired of watching that guy chuckle over there because he's all set at quarterback. He's saying his quarterback's going to the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Okay. And his quarterback doesn't look anything like a rookie. And the Patriots, as, as usual, don't go through the same things that would normally affect another franchise, like drafting a quarterback who's never done it before. And then by midseason, he looks like he's never missed a game for the Patriots in the last 20 years. Fine. That's great because you've got your organization yeah. and you've got your coach who is second to none. Mm. And for Jets fans, I'd like to get there. Yeah. And so we all would. That said, I'm done having my teeth kicked in <laughs> and my stones broken and all of that. I'm done with it. So if he performs well tonight, it has nothing to do with Zach Wilson other than the fact I hope he's watching and taking notes. And here we go. You are not going to ruin my enjoyment of Thursday Night if, Football is the essential headline okay. of this All entire right. conversation. If Mike White balls out tonight and the Jets win, yes, sir. will you come in tomorrow and say that he should start the rest of the year? No, of course not. That's insane. Why is that insane? This year, they're not going to the playoffs this year, Chris. This year is about getting Zach Wilson ready for the long run. He's the guy they used a second overall pick on. That's why I'm saying you shouldn't start the rest of the season. When he's back healthy, it's his job. It's his gig. That's what the role of a backup quarterback is, is to win when the starter is out. And Mike White's role is backup quarterback. And if he keeps on winning because Wilson can't get back in, then that's a high-class problem the Jets are going to have to investigate. But when you choose a player second overall, you're all in on the guy, and that's the guy that you have to make sure everything is set up for. They hired John Beck and put him on the staff. That's Zach Wilson's quarterback's guru.
They did that on purpose. What if, so like, the two of you guys, better? the two of you guys, mm-hmm. just I'm front-loading this whole business tonight. You could save your texts to me if Mike White throws a touchdown. <laughs> I've save never your, done that. Save the finger that. time. Save the finger time. Use the thumbs in a different way, and you can place it where a sun does not shine if that is also helpful because I'm done with you two. Uh, I'm just saying. Brotman, do you know how that many marriages end in divorce in America? 50%. 50%. So sometimes you, you enter into a, an agreement, and it doesn't work, right? And then sometimes you have to end that agreement. Are we talking about Zach Wilson? But yeah. Of course is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Cooper Rush, if Cooper Rush does well. I'm wondering, what are you going to do? I mean, you keep winning, right? I mean, isn't that what you do? I mean, please. You're never going to do that in a million years because you've put all that capital in Dak, and Dak's your guy. Zach has not done enough in the league to get Dak's bag, mm-hmm. but he does still hold the same role in the Jets organization as the Cowboys, being the number one guy for whom all the eggs are in that guy's basket. you got to win with him, and I'm done with this conversation. I'm repeating myself. <laughs> and you people, you people, what do you mean you people? better phrase, What do you mean suck. you people? Okay? I love you, but you guys suck. Uh, I don't know, man. I was trying to show you love at the beginning. No, you were never. You never I'm have, gonna, and I'm sorely disappointed. How could you ever say that I've never so done that? Right. The audacity Let's take this quick again. call before Michael Smith joins us here. John in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where everybody is uh, – focused on what's going on john hey, thanks for taking my call um i think we're missing part of the conversation here with aaron Rodgers, and that's that he felt that he needed to lie i lied to my friends about it when they asked me and i kind of skirted the question they said are you vaccinated i said yes in my rationalization it was because i have been vaccinated against you know measles and mumps and it was truthfully deceitful but i wasn't ready to have that conversation um, so I think it's part of the thing that we need to start addressing is why did Aaron Rodgers feel the need to lie? Clearly he's not, you know, the typical quote-unquote anti-vaxxer, right-wing, you know, like he, he didn't want to take it. And so let's have a conversation. So I, I, I don't know. Well, why, I mean, a better conversation. Kyrie Irving's come out and said he's not having it. And he's, he, and, and, and it's to my, in, in my estimation, um, John, I mean, he, he's, He's withholding his services from his teammates, period, by doing that. Aaron was just running the risk of getting it under the, the rules of an NFL and NFLPA and negotiated protocols that would knock him out if he was even around somebody who had it. So he, he, sure, but how many people don't know that are also in Aaron Rodgers' same situation where they're not required to disclose it and you have no idea who's walking around not vaccinated because they because they don't feel comfortable discussing it. And certainly being demonized for not doing it, I don't think is the best way to go about if you truly want to get these people vaccinated, you know? It's well, so... narrative as opposed to demonizing everybody and canceling them to say, hey, what's your concerns and why are you concerned? Instead you, of just saying, well, the science is settled and you're an idiot if you don't or you're a Trumper or whatever, you know? So let me ask you this question. Do you really think Aaron Rodgers would get canceled if he said, I'm not vaccinated? Do you really think he'd get canceled? Really? I mean, he's already got canceled in my friend group, you know, where we weren't allowed to take Cole Beasley um, because of his stance. They're saying, now they're saying, oh, you know, and it wasn't like not allowed. It was quote unquote, like, hey, it's going to be a bad look if you take this anti-vaccine POS. And they have no, even those good friends that I'm in the league with don't know that I'm, that I'm not vaccinated because I don't feel comfortable talking about it. And so, so then, what? you know, and Kyrie Irving was comfortable telling the world that he thought the earth was flat. 
you know? So it's just... It's well, just, I'll, I'll just say this to you. Of the way we're talking to people and to say, hey, you know, what are your concerns and let's go through it as opposed to you're a selfish idiot and that's it, you know? Because you're not, you're not going to... You're taking the table away. No one's going to come to the table if you take it away with, you know, just, just name calling. So then, I, no, so, then, so then let me do this, John. Well, in the couple minutes I have left here, if you're comfortable, uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to have this conversation with you, especially since I have taken the vaccine and got and had it pierced by a variant that uh that got created because there were so many unvaccinated people on the planet and i i'm i'm more than more than happy to tell you you know that i i was able to get through it based on all the medical advice that i've received because i was vaccinated why why won't you take the shot um uh, and it's fine a, if you're not comfortable. It's a, it's John, John, it's totally fine if you're uncomfortable talking about it. But you're no, I'm good. I'm good. I have. I I, I don't trust pharmaceutical companies that raise the prices of insulin to seven hundred dollars a month or make all these other things. You know, like they don't really care about people. They care about profits. And now all of a sudden, we're pretending that that the pharmaceutical industry has rushed our speech because they care about us. When when you know, there's there there hasn't been these long term studies. There's not settled science. This is an MRA vaccine that is new technology. And all the other previous trials never even made it to human trials. So now all of a sudden we're expected to trust the pharmaceutical industries that, you know, are, mm-hmm. are now being projected as these angels and these darlings. And uh, quite frankly, have never cared about people before in the name of profits. And so now we don't have studies. And now also when all the blue check mark folks and all the you know, news media saying you have to do this. It makes people like me who are skeptical of those people already even well, more hesitant to do it. Well, I'm a, I'm one of those blue check marks, and I have no agenda, <laughs> none, man. I'm just telling you that. Uh, how old are you? How old I'm are you? Forty. Okay, man. You're you're getting, with all due respect, getting up there. <laughs> Um, I, if you get this thing, you'd be in such better footing for having this in your system. Trust me on that. And I, and I, I but it's not even about, for me, it's about more about the freedom of choice and saying, and well, about saying, it's not even about my own personal decision. It's about the narrative about why, why don't we feel comfortable talking about it? And why isn't there more of a discussion? Clearly I'm not the only one when Aaron Rodgers, who's a progressive Black Lives Matter, you know, like link arms dude is saying, Hey, I'm not comfortable. I'd love telling you that I'm not talking. And this is why, and, and this is why he's got. I, I look forward to him talking. And you, you know, you're not canceled from the show. Call us back. Thanks for the call. I will. All right, there you go. I don't agree with anything that John just said, but um, I, I, he said that people don't have a conversation with him, or people are afraid to have conversation. I just had one with him, and the world's still spinning. And um, I. If, if Aaron Rodgers f- was fearful of cancel culture, that people get canceled, I don't understand it. Cancel culture. Such a Travis Tritt thing. sang at the friggin' World Series, right? Was it the NLCS? Which one was it? I think he sang at the World Series. Okay, I mean, come on. What cancel culture? All the people who are screaming cancel culture are on the most watched cable network on television, hmm. talking about how it's not media. It's like the regular, me- the, the traditional media. You know who's traditional media now? The place that's saying there's no, tr- they're not traditional media. They're established and they're just celebrating their 25th anniversary. How is the, how are people getting canceled when they keep showing up on the biggest platform available on cable television? And, and canceled. You just take a look at everything that's, 
that you take a look at everything that's being looked at on Facebook. Like that's a huge, the platforms are huge. Cancel culture, people railing on cancel culture with the biggest podcast listenership around and people are buying Let's Go Brandon songs and all that stuff, topping <laughs> charts and they're supposed to be the unheard voices. They're the ones pushing the commerce. Am I wrong? Please tell me I'm wrong. I just told Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers wants to strike a blow for cancel culture, let him talk. That's what I'm saying. Kyrie's taking a stance. I still don't understand it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I I don't understand what he's standing for. He still hasn't said it. Right? His people told The Athletic, just wait, it's coming. We're already a couple weeks into the NBA season. And by, when's it coming? By the way, you always hear that as an argument. When someone will try to tell you something on social media and yeah. you'll ask them to clarify, right. oh, just wait, you'll see. I know we had a president who spent four <laughs> years telling something uh, telling something was coming in two weeks. JFK it's now Jr.? been five oh. years. Oh, come on now. I mean, so, all right. Let's go to break. <laughs> so, uh, honestly, like, but but I can't. I will not be accused that I won't have a conversation about it. No, I mean, it, uh, I told John call back. He's got the number. Yeah, look, and, and John, said, he, John said he wouldn't have that conversation with his fantasy league friends, but he had it with you. So it seems like he's able to. He just has chosen not to for whatever reason. Let's take a break. Michael Smith of Brother from Another when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's, uh, 52. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's 52 today, and Ralph Macchio is 60. And P. Diddy also is today. He and P. McConaughey Diddy. have the same birthday. So, and, and Mooch. Mooch, yes. P. Diddy and Mooch share the same birthday? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Ralph Macchio is a 4 for you. Right? Who knew? 
Who knew? Who else? Let's All right. Take eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, he is uh, along with Michael Holly. Uh, the host of Brother from Another, which is after this show every single day on NBC Sports on Peacock. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is our friend Michael Smith. How you doing, Michael? What up? Well, lots. <laughs> right? Lots going on. All right. Uh, I'll give you the floor on Aaron Rodgers being out. He's not vaccinated based on everybody's uh, accounts. Um, and what do, you, what, what do you think about all of that, Michael Smith? Um, I guess the the word I'll hone in on is lie. And did he lie? Well, obviously he wasn't completely forthcoming. But from Aaron Rodgers' perspective, I mean, I think we all know that Aaron has a reputation as somebody who likes to fancy himself as the smartest guy in the room. Likes to be clever. And from Aaron Rodgers' perspective, when he was asked, are you vaccinated? He answered, honestly, from feeling like, hey, I did the research, I went this homeopathic route, yeah, I'm immunized. The right question, and I'm not blaming the reporter for not asking this question, but if, he'd, if the right question should have been in hindsight, are you in complete compliance with the NFL's rules that in order to be considered fully vaccinated, you took Moderna, Pfizer, or Johnson & Johnson? Who in their right mind would have asked that? Because nobody would have expected somebody to skirt a direct question by obfuscating, which is what he did. I say all that to say I have less of a problem with his answer to the question than I do how he behaved in the months and weeks since. Because for you to go out maskless and flout the protocols the way he seems to have done, and furthermore, it's not just an Aaron Rodgers problem. My problem is with the Packers, and the NFL, and whether or not they turned a blind eye for fear of pissing him off more than they already had to him going to a Halloween party just the other night as John Wick, great costume, should have had a mask, shouldn't have been there. Uh, Or if he's walking around a facility in closed quarters without a mask, or as we saw, conducting press conferences in the presence of unsuspecting reporters without a mask, that's inexcusable and indefensible. And that's what I have a problem with, is that, okay, there's no crime in not being vaccinated. Hell, he wasn't even breaking a rule because it's not an NFL mandate. But the cover-up, the collective cover-up from Rodgers, from the Packers, from the league, that's problematic. And that's why he deserves all the smoke and all the criticism that he is getting today. And while I wish him the best in terms of his recovery, I hope his symptoms are mild, if not uh, asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. But I hope he's suffocating on the smoke that he's getting today. Because this, that, that's, that's messed up. And I would use a worse word if I weren't on radio with you right now, but that's really messed up for you to conduct yourself as if you are fully vaccinated, knowing good and damn well that you are not in compliance with the league, which rejected your uh, your request. Well, I bet you he would say in response that he that he's immunized, that that he did his own research and that he did his own thing, Correct. and that and that, that, that nobody li- that, that nobody. I, I have a, pro- a problem with saying lying because in his mind, again, in his mind, he was protected, but he wasn't in compliance. And if you're not in compliance, you can't go walking around 
flouting the protocols without being punished. So that's why I assign blame not just to Rogers. But, okay, it's one thing for him to, to figure, hey, I know better than Dr. Fauci. I know better than all the scientists who said that these vaccines are the best protection because I've done my own research on YouTube University or wherever it is I got my information from. Okay, that's on him. But for the people who may have enabled him to perpetuate that misconception that he was vaccinated by not holding him accountable when it comes to protocols, somebody should have either outed him a long time ago or he should be getting fined out the wazoo and we just don't know it. But there's no way for him to be, he should be going into press conferences maskless as if he's vaccinated. And that's on a team in the league. Michael Smith from Brother from Another here on the Rich Eisen Show. Lots of conversation as well about another high-profile, top-notch, terrific player in his own right um, who has been far, far more, I guess, uh, upfront about being vaccine-hesitant or resistant um, in, in Kyrie Irving. Do you mm-hmm. think that there has been a double standard based on the way that it's been talked about with him and Aaron? Michael. I mean, I know how pissed off I am, and I, I think Aaron Rodgers is worse. Because Rogers wasn't upfront about it. At least Kyrie Irving has sense enough to explain himself, and he did explain himself from the comfort of his own home on IG Live. Right, but also Kyrie uh, knew that his his stance would remove him from at least half of his team's games. Rogers thought that his, his stance. Rogers thought that his stance, whatever he was doing to raise his immunity level was good enough to stay away from this virus and potentially not transmit it to unwitting reporters in the room when he's maskless. Right. You know, where, whereas now, now it's, now it's causing his availability to be affected. Right. But that, that would be the difference to me. Well, if, in you, both. If, if somebody thinks that there's a double standard in terms of, so I, I'm presuming by your question, you mean that Aaron is getting off light. I haven't seen that from what I've seen, mm-hmm. I mean, as you know, Aaron is not the most popular guy with the, with the media. Uh, so I haven't seen him get a pass compared to Kyrie. But if he has, I would say the difference is Kyrie's stance. There's a, there's a mandate for now. We'll see what the new mayor does. But there's a mandate for now in New York that compromises availability. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, at least, again, Kyrie, agree or disagree with Kyrie, which I know you and I both do. At least Kyrie stood on his principles. And, and took the criticism that came with it. At least Kirk Cousins, or for that matter, Cole Beasley, took the criticism that came with it. Aaron Rodgers, and, and I, got, I got some nuance I'm going to tag onto this, if I, if I may. Sure. Aaron Rodgers said I'm immunized instead of explaining, well, look, I'm not vaccinated, but this is what I went about doing. Now, again, from Aaron Rodgers' perspective, he's probably sitting up there saying, I don't know y'all jack. I don't owe y'all an explanation. We're all learning how to navigate this new normal. He's probably saying, I don't owe y'all an explanation as to what I did to take care of myself because, wait for it, it's a personal choice. But here's the thing, and this is why, this is why I struggle with the part about lie, because Aaron Rodgers, what he said on the 26th, was only a lie depending on your truth. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers' lie on the 26th was only a lie depending on your truth. And if your truth is that the only way that you should go about dealing with this pandemic is to be vaccinated via Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson, then it was a lie. But if you feel like there are alternative methods to protect yourself, inoculate yourself, or immunize yourself from COVID-19, then Aaron Rodgers told his truth. 
And I think there's a, there's, a, there's a nuance and a gray that we can live in without letting him off the hook for afterward violating protocol. Mm. So you think maybe the fact that the Packers are, you know, doing everything in their power to keep Aaron happy, let him kept, keep busting protocol. I mean, it, certainly in the, think- in, the, in the media room. Because, you know, there are cameras everywhere. Correct. And if the league feels that he is not vaccinated and if he's walking around without a mask, um, which we're now we're now in territory that we we're, we're talking out of our, I guess, our orifice. We don't know what he's been doing behind the scenes and assume exactly. that the league, the league would slap a fine. But the bottom line is that Matt LaFleur said that he, he as far as the protocol within the football building, they're they're all buttoned up as far as the protocol in the media room. That's not his that's not his bailiwick. That's what he basically yeah, said. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with all of that. I mean, I'm, that's why they, the, the operative word is think. I think right. that they've been helping him cover this up. Because from what we've seen, he hasn't been conducting himself as a, an unvaccinated, as unvaccinated person. Like, based on the protocol, he should have been at the Halloween party. Great costume. I love John Wick. Shouldn't have been at that party. Now, not that they can lock him up or, or have him hermetically sealed when he's away from the facility, but nonetheless, there are strict protocols for unvaccinated players that he clearly was in violation of, whether it's the media room or out in public where we could see him. You're right. There are cameras everywhere. The NFL knows it, when you went to the bathroom and, and how far you were away from the next person at the next stall. Like, they got cameras everywhere, and they should have been finding him. So the real question is, was he being disciplined when and if he violated protocol behind closed doors, and if he was not, why not? Because that's why I say he was being enabled, because nobody would have su- suspected unless you listened carefully or knew that he wasn't vaccinated. Nobody would have suspected, because not only did he say, I'm immunized, in response to that direct question, but he behaved as somebody who was vaccinated in accordance with NFL rules. So I don't know, you're right, I don't know for sure what he's done behind closed doors. Right. That, to me, is the, is the, is the missing piece, because... I don't want to reserve all my, my vitriol for Aaron Rodgers if the team and the league was walking on eggshells with the reigning MVP. Michael Smith, a brother from another, joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show. And again, I'm sure this is a topic of uh, discussion with you and Michael Holly coming yep. up at the top of the hour, as well as Odell. Um, you know, <laughs> you know I, I have no idea what's happening there other than the fact that Odell um, feels uh, that, that – uh, you know, he should get the ball, which every receiver does. Um, I don't know if he told his dad to to, to put out that video of, of him not getting the ball right just when the trade deadline hit. I don't know why the Browns didn't trade him. I mean, just give him away. I mean, there's, it makes no sense. You could at least control where he goes. Now they can't, right? They, mm-hmm. th- they had that opportunity. Now they can't. Now what, they're going to just keep him at home, which is not legal for a very long time. I don't know what the hell's going on, man. I don't know what's happening. But I'm sure you're talking about what's on your mind on that subject matter. Uh, I mean, Kevin Stefanski might want to take a page out of uh, his division rival Mike Tomlin's book. You know, volunteers, not hostages. I love that. How, how great was that soundbite this week? Tremendous. That guy, it means two for two, two straight weeks. He's just I hitting mean, home uh, runs, I mean, man. Probably more if we, if we really listen to it all. Bet, it's like, sure. dude doesn't miss. Um, but no, it's, listen, the, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about parents especially parents of adult professional athletes interjecting themselves in, in situations like this. I, I just tend to think hit dogs holler. And I'm like, if, if anybody within the Browns organization, in particular Baker Mayfield, is offended, and he said he wasn't. He said he was surprised but not hurt. 
for his part. He, he said that with his own, own, out of his own mouth. If anybody has a problem with what uh, Odell Beckham Sr., uh, the YouTube video he reposted to his Instagram account, I mean, I would ask first, well, is it true? You know, I mean, is, it, is, the, is, is the eye in the sky lying? Right. Is Odell Beckham running wide open and the quarterback, for whatever reason, isn't throwing to him? That's problematic, and that should be your issue. Not that somebody had the nerve to call it out, number one. Number two, from the Browns' perspective, you know, and some people said there was no trade market for Odell Beckham. I think we'll see just what kind of market there is once he's a free agent, because I, I have to imagine that there's more than one team that's going to be lined up willing to no take on oh my his, God. his abilities. There's no doubt. But here's the thing. If you're the Browns, this is why you stuck like Chuck, because the Browns know in their heart of hearts this is an organizational failure when it comes to not getting more out of a generational talent. I refuse to believe that this kid is washed. So it's an organizational failure. I know the previous regime acquired him, but there's no way that he should be this unproductive. They know that he's going to go somewhere else and make them look bad. And I think that's, all, that's what the reservations are about right now. If we cut him, there's going to be a robust market for his services as a free agent, and we're going to be paying him the ball off for somebody else. Yeah, and, and you know, we had Mike Silver on in hour one. It was his report yesterday that nobody in the building is saying that he has uh, created a, a problem. He hasn't, right. he hasn't hit the hornet's nest. He hasn't done anything that has been associated with any, if you will, prima donna athlete, even so though feelings you know, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know because if you, you, you had the ability to, if you didn't want him or he was doing something or you were pissed about that video, right? Let's just even say it was the video. Let's just mm-hmm. even say that's what it was. Because or that was a last straw of stuff going on in the building that we have not um, been privy to. All right. Then, then get then then you trade him if you don't want him showing up somewhere that is problematic for you, like saying wearing purple and having Lamar throw to him, right? Yeah. So, like, if you want to prevent that, then you have that opportunity on Tuesday. You correct. You didn't do it for whatever reason. Now you say stay home. I mean, that's not a, dude, that's not a long-term answer. Dude, the Texans traded Mark Ingram to the Saints for like a, a 20, 30 seventh-round pick <laughs> or some crap. I mean, it was like, I, I was like, damn, they traded him that far out? Like, it was like you could get something for him if you want. Now, I know the balance of the contract could be tricky, and maybe it's a salary cap thing. Maybe sure. it's not, not that easy. Right. But point being is, like, right. you know, he hasn't, again, we, we're not in the building. But we haven't heard, if, if he were a, a disruption, if he were such a malcontent, we'd have probably heard that by now. Yeah. Because that would have fit in with what a lot of people conceive of Odell Beckham anyway, right? So we haven't heard that. You're telling me that it's addition by subtraction to get rid of Odell Beckham for an offense that hasn't cracked 17 points in his last three games? So that's my, that's my thing. It's like, so if the tipping point was this video, that's crazy. are y'all just embarrassed? As you should be. So fix the problem. The problem isn't Odell. The problem is that you're not maximizing Odell. So they didn't tra- – and, and it, if he was a problem, you're 100% right, Rich. Timing tells all here because if he were already a problem, they would have done something by the trade deadline. Yeah. But what triggered this seems to be the events of Tuesday, not just the dad's video or, or him reposting the video. LeBron. About LeBron. How about right. LeBron? That seems to have triggered this entire sequence of events. So now you're going to release him for nothing behind that? Because you're offended because somebody told the truth about your offensive operation and his lack of execution as it relates to its arguably its best receiver, probably his best receiver, even coming off the ACL. So to me, this is just the Browns Browning again when we thought they had turned the page on that. Mm. 
And if he goes somewhere else, I, I, don't, I have a hard time believing that the Browns aren't going to end up with egg on their face. They should have they taken care of this a long time ago. But now, I mean, what, what is there to discuss? Like, you, you, what are your options? And he seems to be ready to play. So, so you're telling me this is addition by subtraction? I just find it hard to believe. Me too. Michael, great stuff as always. I'm sure it's going to be a great show with you and Michael Holly. Who else is on it? Anybody you want to drop? Darius Butler, oh, great. former cornerback uh, with the Colts and, and Patriots, is, uh, is on the show as well. Uh, Chris Sims doing his usual okay. Thursday appearance. Great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's – God, there's so much to talk about, this man. Sure I don't know is. how I don't know how you've uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you got it all in the show. I'm, I'm about to dive into this Robert Sarver story real quick. I know this is the I think um, I hope I get this right. Mm-hmm. This is the Mike White fan show. What's uh, it called? The Mike White fan club show. Stop Michael. it, guys. We just Mike appreciate greatness, no, Michael. The Jets are allowed to have good things happen to them, and yes, that's how are. we're going to. Thank you. Thank you. But wait, but wait I, I don't know what your clock is, and I don't hold you. I want to hear from you because I'm sorry I haven't listened to the show. I want to hear from you. Yeah. Like I think this is fantastic. Of course Even it is. Even if it means that the second overall pick was unnecessary on a quarterback and you got to move him, no. I think this is fantastic. Thank you, Michael. Smith. Thank you, Michael. Maybe, Smith. maybe coming you. from a man like you. That's what I'm to- saying. This does not <laughs> equate what you have inferred. What do you mean? And it's exactly what it I said. Not. Michael it, Smith no. echoed what Brockman and I were saying. Yeah, exactly, yes. which the means Mike White's, success, Mike White's success is a problem for the Jets, and I'm saying no. Who said problem? How do you look at oh it as a problem? God. Are you serious, Rich? I, I don't know, Michael. He's just he's bugging right now. Man. <laughs> you're, talking like, you're talking like, you know how they say this is why we can't have nice things? You're talking like somebody who just doesn't know what a quarterback looks like since 1968. Oh, my God. So it's like you, don't, like you don't even know, like, who cares what round you got him in. If this dude is better than Zach Wilson, and in one game he looked better than Zach Wilson has all season, if he's better than Zach Wilson, then you figure out the Zach Wilson problem later, and now you got your quarterback. It doesn't matter how you get one. The fact that you've got oh, one, yeah. or maybe two, Thank you. Thank you've you. gone your entire lifetime without having Preach. one. Thank you. Now you might have two. Thank Preach, you. Brother Smith. Thank you. Thanks. Can Thanks, I get Michael. a name, man? Thank you for chiming in on that very important <laughs> subject matter. Is this, is this my you. last appearance on this show? Not at all. I, not I, at I, all. I, I we were in a trust There's no cancel the culture here. There's no Jets cancel culture. All right, man. I love you all. Y'all be good. Right back at you. The great Michael Smith. All right. Why'd you wind him up like that? All right. We'll take a break. We'll finish up the phone calls in a second. I don't want any of you. Nobody text me tonight. Your texting privileges have been revoked. Wow. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Our friends at Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Vans wants to let you know that there is a premium vehicle that's sitting right there for you to get involved with every part of your life that you think 
is potentially missing, and that missing is the dream that you had a long time ago. We all know that we're all thinking about things that can improve our lives these days, and maybe just maybe you want to start a new business, you want to just go on the road, you want to camp, you want to go and road trip, you want to tailgate, and then, you know, you want to give yourself something premium. It's the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van that we're talking about. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist, blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, an available gas engine, all of it. And it's so premium. How great would it be for you to just roll up in one of these babies for a tailgate or just go camping, go out and road trip? and live the van life, head to a Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter and tell them that your dream sent you right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Rich, is your dream Mike White tonight? Here's what I want (laughs) tonight. I want two things. I want the Jets to win, and I want to be left alone. (laughs) Is that so difficult? (laughs) Wait. By the people in your house or, like, by anyone else? No, I will be at a poker table. Oh, oh got it. It's a Thursday night, yeah, that's and I'm nice. knocking on wood that, uh, you know, lady luck will shine. Uh-huh. And I hope the flop hits me, not the Jets. I hope the turn is me being able to look at you guys and saying, I'm happy no matter what. Yep. And the river is what you guys can go jump in because you don't really <laughs> care about my happiness. All of it. How's that sound? How's that sound? I'm pushing my it's, chips. Uh, to the, I'm pushing yeah, my chips harsh. to the center of the table, and I'm looking harsh, at you, Mister. Oh, I'm taking the Jets tonight. That means I'm really helping you. Yeah, but the, you want the Jets to lose, so the Jets are a further game behind the Patriots. They're uh-huh. taking on Carolina this week. Yep. What's going on? But to change the subject, do we know about McCaffrey? Is he back or what? Uh, he's not going to play this week, but he was. He's uh, definitely not going to play this week. They've uh, already said that. I haven't heard that, Christopher. You said that earlier in the week, and I have not found that anywhere else. Maybe okay, you should be on. focused on that instead of what you're trying to do to me. You know, right. uh, he did practice today. A limited designation. Uh, he's been out since week three. Limited. Obviously, uh, we'll know on Saturday. What his official status? Okay, is. very good. But Sam Darnold, I don't think practiced today. Yeah, dude. I, I don't. I mean, the pit. So it's not really looking good for him. So are you saying it's going to be? Uh, he was limited, but uh, if he needs to get a full practice in tomorrow to play on Sunday. So who's taking all the, the first team snaps? Is um, uh, it was? Yeah, it's their it's their backup quarterback, right? PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. No, no, not PJ Tucker. He's my favorite <laughs> basketball. PJ Walker. PJ Walker. My bad. Why did I just say PJ Tucker? These words, these words. I, I, normally, I'd say that I got. Uh, Rich, auto, auto you're s- focused spelled. on Mike White yeah, tonight. Got, okay. So you, Western, yeah, has Walker started a game. Are you saying he's going to get his first career start against Belichick in the defense? Ooh, oh my god. Stand by. I'll tell you what's not going to really work against Belichick is the Walker Chuba Hubbard uh, RPO mesh point. That's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem for them. He has uh, one start. He started the game last year. Actually, won it. Oh. Okay, very good. Yeah. Hey, um, so he has a chance then. Oh my god, you guys don't care about me, and it's really disappointing. <laughs> Could not be further from yeah. the truth. So, guess who's on tomorrow's show? Mike. Mike White. White. <laughs> Maybe. Hey. After we'll reach victory, out. We'll reach out. Friday. We'll reach out. Victory I don't know if the Friday, Jets. I don't Mike know if the Jets. Hey. I don't know if the Jets are too into uh, uh, helping out a guy who said this is the lowest point in the history of the franchise about <laughs> ten days ago. Because it was. Well, you're the number one. Well, fan. at that point, you were at. I mean, it was a fifty point loss. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mike White's not on the show tomorrow. Okay. Boo. Sorry. 
Very, very exciting people are on the show tomorrow. I know. I, I feel like we've gone a little too far. Canelo Alvarez. Oh, on yeah, nice. Canelo. Have you heard of him? Champ. Yeah. Got a big fight. He plays soccer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Champ. Uh, Tracy Morgan's on tomorrow's program. Tracy. Right? And I think you've heard of this guy. Uh, and this is perfect timing because earlier this week, we were told that he believes he could, if he hops into the Pittsburgh hot tub time machine, and goes back into college as a quarterback, he could win a national championship for somebody. Oh, this is Mike White. It's T.J. Watt. Oh. That's what Cameron Hayward said, that T.J. Watt really believes that. I cannot wait to (laughs) ask him point blank if he really does. Oh, boy. The Mike White arrow is upon us. For this show, we will chat with you on the radio Friday for Peacock. Back in a moment.